Hello, and welcome to the NLP Highlights Podcast, where we talk about interesting recent work in natural language processing. This is Matt Gardner and Walid Ammar. We are research scientists at the Allen Institute for Artificial Intelligence. All right, today's paper is titled Arc Swift, a Novel Transition System for Dependency Parsing. This is a short paper at ACL 2017 by Peng Chi and Chris Manning at Stanford University. To motivate this paper, we should first back up a little bit and talk about transition-based dependency parsing in general. We've talked about this a few times before on this podcast. The main idea is uh, I want to go from a sentence to a tree over that sentence where um, the tree shows dependency relationships between the words. So the root of the tree is, is generally the main verb of the sentence, and that verb will have dependency edges to, say, its subject and its object. If it has prepositional phrase attachments, uh, all of these, um, you need to, to construct this tree uh, in order to show the dependency relationships between the words. And the way that you do this is you initialize some transition-based parser. You can think of this as like a finite state machine, essentially, uh, that its state is initialized by the words that it sees in the sentence. And then it takes actions that incremental, incrementally build up the dependency tree. That, uh, so um, the actions might uh, shift. Let me, let's back up even a little bit more. Um, so the, the actions at a high level uh, will connect words, like head words to their children, uh, possibly with some label. And the way that parsers actually do this is by ma maintaining a couple of data structures called a stack and a buffer. And um, the actions typically boil down to shifting things from the buffer to the stack so that you can uh, delay head decisions. And then um, after you've pushed enough things onto the stack, you can pop some off and uh, connect them and possibly push it back on depending on um, the particular transition system that you're using. So the first transition system that was introduced for this kind of transition-based dependency parsing was called ARC standard. And here there are, th there are three actions. One is shift, and the other two are related. They're left attach and right attach. So what a shift does is you take a word from the, buf from the buffer and you put it onto the stack. So in a simple sentence like, they told him a story, the first action that you'll take is a shift, and you'll move they the first word on the buffer, onto the stack. And then uh, the other actions that you can do are left attach and right attach. And both of these actions will pop two things off of the buffer, off of the stack, connect them in some relationship, either with the left word or the right word being the head, depending on which action you picked. And then it will pop the, push the head back onto the stack. So for they told him a story again, you're going to shift twice. You'll put they and then told onto the stack. And then you'll you'll do a left attach, where you pop off both they and told. You'll say that told is the head with the label subject, and you'll push told back onto the stack. And then you push him, and then you reduce him and make it the indirect object, and then you push a, and then story, and then you um, pop off a story, you attach a to story, you push story back, and then you pop off told and story, and you attach told to story. and it's probably hard to follow this uh, in audio, but that's OK. So we've, we've done this series of shifts and reduces uh, in, order to, um, in order to construct this dependency tree. Okay. So the tricky thing about this is that when uh, you, you can't attach a child to its head until that child is finished, until it has all of its dependents attached to it. 
because when you do this left or right attach, that child is going to be gone uh, because you only push the head back onto the stack. You can't attach anything else to it. And so um, this can make modeling hard because you have to delay some attachments until all of its all of uh, nodes children are finished. And maybe in some cases you don't want to do this because it'd be easier from a modeling perspective to make some attachments earlier uh, rather than later. And so this motivates this different transition system called Arc Eager, which uh, I'll spare you the the like. Uh, detailed walkthrough on this one, but it, it adds, it changes the behavior of left and right attach so that they can be done earlier uh, and adds a reduce operation that just pops something off the stack without actually making an attachment. So that in this case, you, you can attach things to their, um, you can attach heads to their dependents even if the dependent isn't done yet because later I can do a reduce and get rid of it because I've already finished. Hopefully that makes sense. So Walid, I know you've done a bit of work with dependency parsing with a bunch of papers on, I guess, particularly multilingual dependency parsing. But do you have any insight on ARC standard versus ARC eager? Which one should you should you use? So um, I actually asked uh, people who are experts on this. So Miguel Ballesteros uh, told me that for some languages, ARC eager works better. For others, ARC standard works better. Uh, it's not clear where we should use which, um, so it seems to be an open problem. I guess that, now we finally arrive at the contribution of the paper that we're talking about today, which is a, a new transition system called Arc Swift. And so for both of these transition systems that we just talked about, uh, you're only ever allowed to make pretty local decisions about uh, which attachments you make. That is, in order to attach uh, two words to each other. They either have to both be on top of the stack, or one word has to be on the top of the stack and one word at the at the at the beginning of the buffer. And so you have to delay some decisions, some attachment decisions, uh, until you get to this state, and then you can attach things, and then you can do shifts or pops or reduces or whatever in order to get uh, the next attachment decision into the right place, so that you can actually make the attachment. What Arc Swift does is it says, I'm allowed to attach the top word on the buffer to any other place uh, in the stack. I can look as far down in the stack as I want in order to make an attachment. And this um, saves you from having to delay these modeling decisions and lets you uh, make the decisions earlier, which is why it's called Swift, I guess. Uh, you can make faster decisions about dependency attachments and hopefully um, spend your modeling efforts better instead of trying to make the model decide it, like how long do I have to wait before I can actually make this attachment. It can just make the attachment as soon as it uh, thinks it can. So when you actually make the attachment, you remove the dependent from the stack or not? Yeah, you do pop off the thing that you just attached to the stack. There's some, some detailed constraints on exactly what you're allowed to attach things to with these left and right attachment uh, decisions that would be a little complex to try to describe in this podcast. Um, but the high level point here is that you're making, when something's at the top of the buffer, you can, you can attach it to anything on the stack. And so you can make non-local decisions, uh, which let you attach things earlier and uh, have a, a, better, a better model. So one example they gave is I ate fish with ketchup versus I ate fish with chopsticks. 
in the first case, you're eating fish and ketchup, or fish with ketchup, and so ketchup with ketchup should attach to fish. Whereas in the second case, I ate fish with chopsticks. With chopsticks is the manner in which you're eating fish, and so it attaches to ate. Uh, in transition systems, when you're looking at the word with, uh, in arc standard and arc eater, you have to know, uh, should I shift this or should I attach it immediately? And in order to do that, you have to know things about eight and fish and the word that's coming next. And so the featureized, the, like, the decision you have to make requires um, some non-local uh, information, but you're only making a local decision. So it, it's kind of a mismatch between the transition system and the modeling that you have to do. Whereas in this arc swift, uh, when you decide with, when you're looking at with, you can just make the attachment decision to attach it to wherever it needs to be directly instead of having to delay, to delay the decision in some cases. So they evaluate this on standard dependency parsing data sets and show that they get, uh, the differences seem tiny, but um, that's just with, uh, that's true of dependency parsing in general because the numbers are already so high. They get like a 0.4 or so percent improvement when you use uh, a model, like when, when you use this new transition system with the same model uh, versus the old transition systems. This is which languages? Uh, so they evaluated on PentreBank in like was PentreBank converted to Stanford dependencies and in, uh, some English universal dependency data set. So yeah, they only evaluated on English here, um, and they have some analysis on uh, in which kind of dependence this helps most with, and you do better on prepositional prepositional phrase attachment and conjunctions uh, with uh, Arc Swift in particular than you do with the previous dependency. Uh, transition systems. So that's great. These are the hardest uh, things to uh, to parse. So if even if we make a little bit of progress on these uh, hard problems, that's still valuable. So yeah, uh, this was a short paper, uh, so a short episode, but I, I thought it was an interesting little piece of work. Uh, I guess I've thought a lot about um, transition-based models in general because uh, we just built a semantic parser that's that takes a series of actions. And so thinking carefully about what those actions look like, what actions are available to you is really important, a really important modeling decision. And so this is a nice contribution, giving um, a new transition system to a very well-studied problem and showing a significant, though somewhat small, gain. Thank you for presenting this paper, Matt. Next time, we will talk about a paper titled Picks to Code generating code from a, a graphical user interface screenshot.